Hello, Magical Mamas, and welcome to episode 31 of the Magical Mothering podcast. I'm Dania Foster, Elemental Energetics Therapist and nurturer of mamas who are struggling with disconnect whilst raising highly sensitive kids. Today, I'm talking about the myth of the supermom. You can check out all the show notes at daniafoster.com slash blog slash episode 31. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. So I get asked this question a fair bit. How do you do it all? How does she homeschool, consciously raise children and keep a home? I do a lot. I'm also neurodivergent. I have been diagnosed with depression, anxiety, panic disorder, PTSD. When I panicked about the state of things in 2020, I amped up my work and study going full time, thinking that I had to save the world faster. And I burnt out and I ended up on meds for a little bit there. They did their job to pull me up onto my feet long enough to work out where I needed to calibrate my rhythm and strengthen my physical body, my gut health, and implement my practices again that I had dropped so that I could support myself mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I was then able to wean myself off my beds, and that's a story for a whole other day, a whole different episode. But what I wanted to share with you is that there's no such thing as balance. And if you are juggling, you're going to eventually be dropping balls or there's going to be some laying on the ground where you focus on like juggling two at a time because that's pretty much all I could really do. Okay, so it's more like like balance is such a, a word that I don't want to use. I don't like that word because it gets thrown around a lot and it brings us to this expectation that's just not achievable. Okay, I like to look at it more like homeostasis, a constant calibration of settings to allow for optimal ranges. So our expectations get adjusted. And I've come accustomed to the fact that my housework has to come last for my own mental health. Okay, my house is a mess. My walls are covered with dirty handprints that I don't care enough about to prioritize to clean them. Just don't care. Once my children have grown up and stopped making mud pies and having mud baths in my bathroom and doing all of these things, then I will start to, you know, think about these types of things. But if my hallway has handprints down it from my kids climbing the walls, do this thing when they climb to the top I don't care okay I'm not going to stress myself out over these things because in the past that would have really upset me and been really frantic trying to make sure that I could keep on top of every little thing and that's just not realistic so it takes a lot of compassion with the self my work and my study is something that strengthens me when I come back from them, I feel revived and it's easier for me to be present with my family as my cups filled up. Okay, I have a lot of people that say to me that, you know, oh, it's so inspiring. You do so much and look at how much you've done and achieved. But when I do this work with my clients, I often ask them in our very first session is what strengthens you? And for me, it's 
working one-on-one with people. It's delving into these deep conversations that strengthens me, working out how we can help them (laughs) to live more aligned with their purpose and do things that light them up. That makes me feel really excited in my body. Okay, that lights me up. And so if I'm not doing my work or stimulating my mind with learning and studying about something that I'm passionate about, then I just don't feel like me. I feel lost and I feel dazed and I feel off purpose. And that leads me to be frustrated. I'm frustrated and a grumpy mess if I haven't been able to get lost in my work for a bit. You know, you just need to really delve into reading and just learning and absorbing all this information and listening to different podcasts and books and just having lots of different things on the go. That's what I really thrive in. My intention lies in not overworking as I can get lost in it for hours and take on too much for my energy levels and I need to hold myself accountable to my boundaries or I might burn out overgiving, people-pleasing, past <laughs> energy that I'm, I'm working through and holding myself accountable to these boundaries. So it's working for me at the moment. It's going really good. So when I return to my family, I'm full and I'm bursting with energy to give, energy to give to my kids, and I'm full of love for my partner. Just try to contain that. And they all thrive from having that energy. My rhythm holds a space for me to flow in between the riverbanks of its structure. So it's the masculine support system that allows me to flow, to uphold my feminine energy, to create, to nurture, to provide comfort, food and spaces. Okay, we need to have that rhythm in place to make room for these actions. A time to work, a time to play. I clean my house based on my values. I value the food that we eat and the safety of our hygiene. So I'll make sure the kitchen is clean most of the time. And that makes me feel accomplished. It has a space in my daily rhythm. I get to pop my noise cancelling headphones on and I get to work whilst fueling my mind. And with the rest, the basics get done. And I'll call on the family to help. So we keep a clean bathroom and I've encouraged the kids to help me clean that. The floors can resemble my what I call an inside-outside home, which is just what happens when you leave the windows and doors open all the time and encourage nature play and experimentations daily. So it flows the dust and leaves and sand and so on. So we're just going accustomed to that. And I'll end up saying to the kids, all right, everyone, we want to have a movie or play this game on the floor so let's all pitch in for 10 minutes and work together to clean up and I'll vacuum and then we can play on the floor and we do and I only have a small house so it's easier to keep clean the items that end up out everywhere are the things that my kids have been playing with or creating with so it's easier to not feel resentment when you're just living your passion side by side because hey the dining room table's full of my books and notes and scrolling and writing and things as well we're all doing and creating and being in this home this is a living space and we're living I love cooking so spending time on that feels good to me my children play most of the time whilst I work on my business my study my own personal development my kids play all day most of the time self-directed and yep they watch screens and I get um well I get stuff done too 
although they don't have their own devices, we play Nintendo and share that interest together. And that's pretty much how we school. We are living our life and learning through play and exploration. And I refuse to crack a whip to force my kids to sit down and listen while I teach. Uh, I believe learning is an invitation and I know that they're learning all the time. And there's space in our rhythm to read and I invite them to come join me whilst I journal and I find out what they're interested in. Usually I have no choice in that matter. They're talking my ear off about it and I make space to honour that project. Sometimes that's harder than others. So lately we've been so social, seeing friends and heading out to different parks and meetups that we haven't had whole days to be home to just focus on the sewing projects that we started or unpack the science kit that we were gifted. But the beauty of this life is that we can circle back to it when it comes up again. Our homeschooling life is very fluid and we follow our interests until they wane and then we'll follow a different path of exploring a new topic of interest. There's no point in pursuing things that don't bring joy. So why can't life be that simple? I understand that I am privileged to be able to afford a life of leisure like this. I acknowledge it's not as easy for some, but it does come with the choices that I have built my business to support me putting my children first. And I have encouraged my husband to follow a career that nurtures his strengths as well so that we are a stable unit with him working from home too. I I do believe that the new way is to bring families back together, close-knit, and bringing the masculine counterpart into the dynamic of caring and nurturing alongside the feminine. So having both parents, the the feminine and the masculine, caring and providing for the child close, home. And it's time to say goodbye to the days when the father element is working long shifts at work and hardly seeing the family, the mother slaving away for the children. We need a collaborative village of interconnectivity and working together to raise the children is what the new world needs. So the mother can explore her passions and share her wisdom and be received in her feminine. And so that the father can surrender into his divine masculine as protector and know his children deeply for who they really are. The super mom is a myth. The super mom is a mask, a facade, a false prophet that is fooling you into thinking you've got it wrong. But I know if you're yearning to be that light of getting, being that light, that energy of getting to do all of the things and you're yearning to thrive in your power, then what your next step is, is self-compassion. Because to get to do all the things, some things must wait and some things may suck for a bit. And you need to know your values so you don't get lost and you don't let the most important balls drop. Okay. So thank you again for joining me, Dania Foster, for this magical mothering podcast. If you enjoy listening to my stories and philosophies, don't forget to click subscribe so you get an update on my next episode and share it with your friends. And I would also love to invite you to circle with me in my online circle collective where I hold space for our magical mothering journey in a sacred container. 
online every full and new moon. And together we can share our stories and what's really going on in our world and feel nurtured by my guided meditation journeys. You can find all of that over at daniafoster.com slash circle. Make sure you sign up for my emails to get the links to those. If you would like a more intimate container to work with me on becoming the grounded guide that your child chose you to be, you can come visit my website, daniafoster.com, or just shoot me an email at dania at daniafoster.com. So much love and appreciation to you on your magical mothering journey. Bye. Thank you.